Okay, so morning, Sue and Jules. Hi, nice to meet Hello you. Hello there. Hello. Hi, I'm Tim. It's really good that you came over today and we can have a chat about your, your new album mm-hmm. and the music you do, Appalachian music, banjo, fiddle, lots of lively playing. Yes, and Jules on guitar as well. And, um, a bit of bass, a bit of mandolin, a bit of, bit of kitchen sink. Double, yeah, double bass, yeah. So, where should we start? <laughs> How did you get involved in playing this sort of music in the first place? Oh, well, I wrote you, you in. You wrote just... me in, yeah, so that's that answer. <laughs> oh, it was lockdown, basically. It was lockdown. So, okay, so the story starts off. That's probably where it's good to start is. So we don't normally live together. Um, so during lockdown, we live together. And um, I normally run pub sessions, or part run, co-run. And I decided, right, as most people are maybe quite vulnerable, uh, I decided to pull out and stop. And then everyone was like, oh, phew, thank God for that. So, um, Just before lockdown happened and it yeah. was all banned anyway. So everything was all stopped. Um, and But I, I stopped quite early. And uh, and then so lockdown hit and then we were living together anyway. So I thought, okay, let's find some alternative to try and keep people connected together somehow, but digitally. It's a um, way that we can carry on playing music together as we normally would do getting together in the pub yeah. in the evening. So we started off with live streams and uh, Facebook and YouTube. And and if it was me, I. Personally, I find live streams a bit boring, really, because you know, there's no interaction. And we did do a chat feature on uh, YouTube and, and Facebook, but you can't really see each other. So then you came up with the idea of using Zoom. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, so we, so we everybody was going on about Zoom, you know, early on. It's like, oh, what is this thing? You know, it's like Skype. So can videos. We use, can we use this to get together and make music? Yeah, uh, and it's it's difficult to do so because there's a time delay when if when you when you're on video conferencing you can't really play music together as such, but you can still get together and people can you can listen in sort of one direction, so people can join in with us. We'll we'll play a tune to the two of us together, and other people can join in with that. Uh, repeatedly so there's a whole group of people all joining in with us they can't hear each other but they can hear us and we all feel like we're we're together we're making music together and, and just to we... rewind slightly for those because there may be some people who still don't know what zoom is so if you know skype so video communication via the internet and yes we have this latency delay so finding a way of playing music that way, so we lead and everyone's on mute. Um, and the great thing about Zoom is you can see everybody at the same time on a gallery view feature. And your computer can fit about 49 people or something. So we can see all these faces and see everyone playing their instruments. And it's, it's just fantastic, really. And then what we do that's different is that we are mute. I, as a host, I ask permission to check that it's okay if I unmute everybody. So in between tunes, we will unmute, and then we get to hear everybody. All these noises of dogs barking and children screaming. and, and well, people you know. chatting. <laughs> countries around the world. Exactly. You know, just noises, uh, like you are, you know, replicating the environment of being in a hall together. So you hear the noises and you just be quiet if somebody's speaking. So, so... 
and then and then we connect a lot better and, and everyone's got to know each other really well um this way um uh, there, well, there was a point where there was summer camps um, where it was all outdoors and quite safe and some of us had met in person in these camps, these old time camps and it's like, oh, you're on Zoom, so it's like we've known Is each other. Is that in this country? Or? Yes, yeah, yeah. In, in Cheeksbury. Um, it's like a festival, but uh, you're not going to see a band, you're going to just play with other people, Camp, yeah. camping with or instruments. Camp, camping session. Nice. <laughs> no, so. Yeah. Um, but this allows us to do similar things but without a geographical restriction of actually being in the same place we can all do yeah. it from our own living rooms so so i mean and and there's been benefits to some people using this kind of thing this session for, for learners people starting out on their instruments so they're worried about being heard and playing wrong notes and things so zoom has been a really good thing so we run slow jams on sundays for people learning tunes and chords that's a really safe place to kind of start out so that's what people have been feeding back on in terms of the slow jams the other thing is for people who have um who are long distance away from sessions in in the states uh or those who can't travel at night so easily so uh or people who are disabled in some way so so there's been loads of benefits for 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 people on zoom to join our sessions and and you know obviously connecting to people and so that's that's kind of made us a bit stuck that we kind of have to commit continuing on to them. But the other thing is that if we stopped it, people would lose touch. So um, so we're going to carry on doing them. At the moment, they are every week, every Sundays, and um, every fortnight Tuesdays. But in between those fortnight Tuesdays, uh, it's self-run. So people just join my Zoom without the host being there. Um so yes, they're fairly regular, but at some point... Because you also do teaching, Sue, as well, Banjo. Yes, that's a separate thing. So, because um, I'm used to teaching online, this is how I've set up a system for, for Zoom sessions. Um, so teaching online on Zoom, which I started, you know, way before lockdown. And that's not too bad, actually. Again, it's the whole thing of the student is playing along with me, but I can't hear... I can hear them a bit late... But I, but I can sort of read their fingers and I can see whereabouts they are. I have actually got as far as, you know, we did a, one of my students, we did a, a bark duo. Right. And we did that, we worked that out on Zoom. And I just played my part and he played his and, and we learnt that um, and, and did it. And we even performed it on Zoom as well using speakerphone on a mobile phone. Long story anyway, but there are, there are ways of mucking around with Zoom. development. Oh, definitely. Yes, yeah. And ideas. Um, yeah, and the screen sharing is quite useful on Zoom as well. So if you're, if you're kind of, you know, like if you have a whiteboard in, in a class, you know, you can use that on Zoom. So um, yeah, and but they really come together through through the pandemic. Yeah, it, it has and been. Um, yeah, and, and it's like the other thing is like the save. You save so much on travel time. Like one person said to me. You know, it takes me an hour to get to you, then it's the hours less, and then it's like the hour yeah. back. It was three hours, you know, but on Zoom, it's just one hour. So <laughs> so you can save so much time. So they've actually decided to stay on Zoom for lessons. So, so did you find that quite a developmental phase for your own work, for your album coming forward and ideas coming forward into that? Well, the... What do you think? Um <laughs> 
I'm doing all the talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a sip of tea. <laughs> <laughs> The the album the album developed out of well we were we were doing these sessions we're doing sessions live and then we're doing the sessions on Zoom um, we were playing together a lot and we developed these friendships across the various oceans and it just seemed a natural a natural progression to to record an album. And it's mostly mostly those friends that have bought the album so far. And what's the title of the album? Uh, it's called Earworms and Favourites. Uh, it's all instrumental tunes, in, and all played by us, other than... Well, all played by us, and sometimes we're playing several instruments multi-tracked together. Um, apart from one tune, which was um, played by a guy called Alan Kaufman, who's one of the people we've met on through this Zoom session. Uh, he's from from Boston, but not the one in the UK. Um, he's from um, Massachusetts. He's uh, in Arlington, I believe. And he recorded a, a tune that he wrote. He played the fiddle, recorded it just onto his phone, was it? No, no. He, he, did, he, did, he did do it. He did a, a, yeah. did a proper recording, not onto his phone, uh, of himself playing the fiddle sent it over to us, and then we added guitar and... Well, it was just banjo. guitar and banjo on yeah. that one, I think, wasn't it? Fretless banjo, yeah. But So uh, we, added, we added instruments to his recording, so we've, we've got him performing on our album from 3,000 miles away, Great. even though we've never actually met him, um, yeah. which is wonderful. Um, yeah. He's a lovely chap, and he's a fantastic fiddle player. He's amazing, yeah. And, um, and he's a great yodeler. He's a very good yodeler as well. Yes. He's a yodeler of repute. Because <laughs> where does this music originate from, and how would you term it as well? Okay, so, um, I mean, it's, it's described as a, a sort of mountain music, Appalachian music. Um, and then if we're going before that, then we're talking about slavery from... Africans and Irish um, so they brought their music with them so and their instruments so we had Irish to the states yeah we had Irish um, mixed it up yeah so so you got, if you imagine the sounds of well the sounds of African music on the banjo and then you got the, the melodies from Irish fiddlers and so combining the two with the, the rhythms and the, and the tunes and then making them work together and that formed as a way of letting go in that context they might have used it perhaps there's a function there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Daily tensions and things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, I mean, music is a, yeah, I mean, there's like lots of rhythms. And I, the joy I, of it. Yeah. yeah. I think like the, the gumboot dance in African music is, is to do with just stomping to, to doing, you know, what they're doing as part of their work. Um, so, yeah, so, um, so that formed this old time music. And it's brilliant for dance, so it's it's a community kind of based music played to families and friends, uh, people dancing in, in barns and things, so front porch music is described as. And then coming from that, when some performers wanted to be on stage, then the, the music alt modified and changed to include improvisation, and, and that was uh, when bluegrass was formed. So So that's a sort of history there of, of old-time music. Of old-time music. <laughs> In a few I think words. <laughs> yeah, it's current, currently known as old-time, just a bit non-specific, but it, um, 
uh, but that that's how it is known as opposed to Celtic folk music or, or bluegrass or yeah. jazz or anything else. <laughs> that's the genre. Oh, yeah. What do you love about what you've created in this album? Oh, well, I was just thinking about the title, Earworms and Favourites. Um, I kind of, I don't like doing an album that's just, you know, showy offy. So, so the with when having run the session and it's community based, I wanted to do to do something to to give back. So we got everyone involved to do the artwork, the design, uh, with Zoom images and stuff. Um, but Earworms are favourite. So normally you do an album where it's of tunes of, that you like. It would yeah. seem to me it would seem to be a sensible starting place to to choose um, to, to choose what tunes to do on an album. So so that was my attack. I chose tunes that I liked. So it's Jules's favourites. So favourites. That's the favourites half of the album title. Mine's um, the Earworm. So some of them are original tunes and some of them are not. Or? No, no they're, they're all traditional oh, yeah. tunes. Yeah, they're all old Apart traditional tunes. Alan's Apart from tune. Alan Kaufman's yeah. tune, Mountain Laurel. Yeah, so he he writes tunes like, I don't know how he just, he just oh, writes. Prolific. Yeah. yeah, he just can make up a melody very quickly, so so that's one of them. So that's and, one. Uh, All the, the one other, of many. <laughs> <laughs> the other tunes on the album are either tunes that I like. Which is quite normal to do. Or... Earworms. The earworm side. So, um, no, this is what's interesting about the word earworms because I only really learned what it meant during these these lockdowns. So, uh, um, so one of Kathy told me what it meant, and um, so I, so yeah, so I woke up in the morning with earworms in my head and basically wrote them down, and so uh, so any tune that I started writing down were what was going to be on the album. <laughs> Now, they weren't necessarily tunes I liked or ones I could play. So that was the challenge. <laughs> so so um, we had to, I had to learn East Tennessee Blues. So that was one that's in the album. Um, I can't, there was a few others. And so, so when we come to do our gigs, yeah. I'm going to have to relearn them again. <laughs> so I, I chose tunes that, that I knew and I liked, whereas Sue... Chose tunes that she possibly didn't know and possibly didn't like. So, so it's, a, it's a sort of eclectic mix of tunes on the album. It's not a the reason I because I play so many tunes. Um, people ask me what tunes do do you like, and I I don't really know how to answer that question anymore because apart from the latest tunes I've heard, I've learned that then I tend to like them because I remember them, but. Yeah, I mean, somebody counted that I, I think I maybe know about 500 tunes. Right. So, so there's, there's no way I can pick, you know, or there's just so much choice. Uh, so I just thought, okay, I'll just choose if, if there's a theme or something. And sometimes some of the sessions we do, we, we go by, we do, a, we do a session where it's tunes about animals or a tune, you know. Some a, tune name suggestion. With the word little, <laughs> yeah. So, because there's so many, and I, I don't. I so I go by themes instead and just play them. But um. And so, playing a banjo, like, is there lots of different ways you can play a banjo to get lots of different sounds out of it? I mean, I never played a banjo. Don't really know much about the instrument. Um, right. Is it quite? A, can you get quite a range out of the instrument there? 
Um, I think when it comes to more bluegrass style, you could because you can. Because in old time tuning, uh, sorry, banjo, you, you change tunings and that can be quite restrictive because then you don't know the banjo very well because you're... You, you, Playing it mechanically. Yeah, so so it's good for hearing the tune and then learning that way and the ch the reason to change tunings is, is ease of playing so that your fingers don't have to move up and down the neck a lot. A bluegrass banjo is in one tuning, so they get they really get to know their banjo, which hence the improvisation. And so I'd imagine that you can get more in terms of notes on in in that style of playing. But with old time, it's it's more about playing the tune, the melody that you've heard from someone else. I mean, it depends what your question means, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sound of a sort of the the, the fretboard and the the strings and 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 the, and the round sort of drum there as well and, and um, yeah. it's it always sounds like a banjo yeah okay maybe um one of the um ways i could answer is um to old time claw hammer banjo it's known as claw hammer is a different style of of playing with your your right hand if you're right-handed um you use a different technique uh which is very different to finger picking a guitar um, but you get different yeah like you say shapes of banjos for uh, old times so you get deeper pots where it sounds more woody and deep and what's authentic. the pot see? so the pot is the round part of the banjo the drum um, the drum yeah and and sometimes they're quite shallow or deeper um, and then you get the, the the skin head or the head it's known as where it's it's like calf skin or other skins uh, or synthetic um, and and the different types of skins will also warm the sound, so you get this more folky, warm, warmer, woody sound. Whereas bluegrass banjos are more tinnier, brighter, and and loud, I suppose. Um, and um, so yes, I, I don't know much about bluegrass banjos in terms of different tones and stuff, but I know. Is there a shop locally that you get them from? When your instruments? Well, mine's actually made by uh, Dave Stacy, so. So he, he's um, yeah, he, he's based sort of North North London way. Because um, quite a community of people into this sort of music around then, in, in, around the world and in the UK and yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're kind of all over the place really. Um, we tend to get together for sessions or or for camps and festivals. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean. Because the, the, there's Folk Mad, which is the Friends of American All Time Music and Dance Association. They are the the biggest, if only, association in the UK that promote this kind of music. There's quite a lot of. There used to be quite a lot of um, committee members based in the southwest, so we were quite lucky to have sessions down in Somerset. Uh, there's two sessions in Somerset: one in um, in Hulse and another one at Pitminster. Um, just that sort of both outside of Taunton way. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. Because you, I did mention at the beginning, but you are from Taunton, aren't you? In, in Somerset, yeah, UK, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. And yeah. you're, yeah. Not, you're not quite Taunton, are you? Well, Taunton area, I mean, I, I've lived in Milverton, I've lived in Wellington. Um, yeah. In your life, Taunton area, I call it. Music all over, all throughout your life, both of you. And yes, I think my my biog says I've been 
actively involved in music making since before I was born. My parents are musicians too, and so is my brother. Right. Um, but uh, yes, I sort of meandered into old time via via sort of uh, English folk, Irish folk. Um, but you do lots of different stuff, like <laughs> yeah, really imp- different stuff. Free improv, electronica, thrash metal, <laughs> you name it. And have you played as a young age yourself, Sue? No, no, I, I'm actually quite recent, I suppose. Um, not like Jules at all, really. Um, I probably, I mean, I started playing guitar when I was 16, 17 or something. Um, and um, I didn't know what on earth I was doing until uh, maybe when I went to, I don't know, not even after uni or something, I don't know. Did um, you go to Dartington? I went to Dartington, yes. You did music there? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did... Um, in Devon, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So um, that was a degree in in, um, in music. And so I studied more into the performance side of things. Um and that was fantastic. That was a really good, really good, um, really good course. And um, of course, Dartington is not doing courses anymore. It's not. This college is not there anymore. Um, that they sort of stopped that in twenty ten, but I finished at twenty uh, two thousand six. Um, um, but then yeah, so uh, I don't know what else to say really. <laughs> yeah, and, and you've got a website that promotes your music and your work. Then. Yes. Okay. So with us, there's um, uh, the website is suejulesoldtime.co.uk and Sue is spelled S-U Jules J-U-L-E-S oldtime.co.uk and you can get our you can listen to our album on there uh, and and of course you can order downloads and the CD and we are shipping worldwide if you're listening all over the place. <laughs> um, it's also got information about the. The session about joining the Zoom session um, and various other things that we do. Great. And have you got any gigs coming up around the UK at all? Yes, we. We've um, got a string of uh, yeah, daytime um, doing quite mini a few gigs. mini gigs. Yeah, sort of. Uh, there's some food festivals. Um, we're playing in Milverton Street Fair in a. Nice. Just a couple of weeks. Hopefully, <laughs> just down the road from you here. Hopefully, yeah. if we get through today, we'll play in uh, Wivy with Liskin, um Festival as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ten parishes. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping to get into that because the chap's new, isn't? Uh, well, I we used to I used to know photo to to do that. Yeah, she's a music youth worker, isn't she? Or? Yeah, but she used to um, organise the the ten fest music. Um, side of things but she's not doing that anymore so but I haven't played there for a few years now so but yeah we're hoping to do that uh, what else we've got um, Taunton Live is that in the summer that one or is it in the autumn I can't remember I, I can't remember there's yeah. lots of dates <laughs> flying around yeah, in my okay. head now yeah. but but we, we're playing so we call them mini gigs because it's like we're playing with loads of other stuff going on daytime stuff so market stores yeah food, food festivals so uh, so we've got Taunton Pride, Taunton Live in July sometime. Um, and centred around Taunton at the moment and, and Bridgewater. spreading Bridgewater, spreading beyond well, Somerset events eventually. Friday nights and Sorry? Saturday nights and Friday nights. Um 
Daytimes. No, daytimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going for COVID safe outdoor daytimes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. It's also a sort of a more gentle uh, background music rather than a than a um, uh, I lost that thought. <laughs> it doesn't we don't work so well if you sit down and watch us in a state, you know, in a in a yeah, hall. People moving and yeah, doing we're better them. to you know add to atmosphere we're better for that Great. really so so hope you know that's a bit more versatile for for um and it will be more useful for you know daytime events sort of things you know going on but early days i think at the at the moment we're just starting to um find some live uh, some places to play live we've only just got the album together it was all all this just been sort of rolling from the from the doing the sessions and then, oh, well, might as well do an album, that would be nice. And we've done an album. Oh, right, well, we might as well do some gigs, that would be nice. So doing that and uh, and some podcasts and some radio and, and various things. And anything else you want to say about anything? Um, I think we've ticked off everything. Have a listen this. to the album. Buy it if you like it. Yeah, I mean, should um, we play a bit of the track, of a track, couple of tracks, a little bit, a couple of clips, maybe after this podcast is finished. Um, you know, after talking a bit, maybe I'll put some music on there and, and people can hear it a bit, get yes. an idea of what we're talking that'd about. Be yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Yeah, great. Well, thanks for coming today. Really good to speak to you both, and uh, sounds really good fun and lively and joyful. So, yeah, that's great. the idea. Thank you, Tim. Thank <laughs> you. Happy spring. Thanks, Tim. Cheers. Cheers. Right. <laughs>